Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Squads of men moving through the streets of Sidorot, which is the city sort of closest to Gaza, the Israeli city. Uh, we see pictures of them uh, in vehicles and on foot moving uh, apparently quite calmly and in a disciplined manner uh, through the streets. Um, I think we are hearing some sirens just now. Yes, somewhat distant. Samir, can you see any uh, any contrails in the sky? No, nothing in the sky at the moment. So my comments about things being calm here were apparently premature or at, uh, at least uh, not, uh, not entirely uh, up to date. But uh, getting back to the idea of... Uh, of captives, yes, indeed, uh, there was an Israeli soldier captured uh, on the border with uh, Lebanon some years ago, whose fate ripped the entire nation uh, and uh, led to many, many uh, months and years of negotiations. Finally, into a, a okay, we're seeing two. Seems like two contrails. In the sky, I'm also seeing a uh, puff of smoke that indicates that a rocket has been intercepted. Um, you can hear sirens in the distance. I'd also point out that many of the streets uh, and roads and highways leading into Jerusalem and leading towards the southern part of Israel have been closed as the uh, army has declared a state of war alert. Um, so we don't know what's happening with this particular missile. Uh, are we seeing another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, Jerusalem still under attack from Gaza, the missiles have traveled this far, yes, I can see the, the contrails now, uh, to, to really terrify the people who are living here. And getting back to that idea of the uh, soldier uh, who's been taken captive, I've seen videos of several soldiers uh, who've been taken captive today. Um, they seem to be uh, not severely in Hello there. I'm super excited to come your way every week with the baby doctor. I'm Bernice Abubedulansa. Thank you so much for watching us every week. Uh, today we are discussing feeding the newborn. Health experts recommend exclusive breastfeeding for the first six months of a baby's life. This is the ideal situation. But what do you do if you cannot achieve that? Join Dr. Coy and I as we discuss feeding the newborn today. Bye. <laughs> 
you enter any of our COI facilities, you will be met by our pleasant front desk offices, where your child will be registered in our system, after which you will be led to the nurse's station. Our competent nurses will triage your child and the needed first aid care will be given when necessary. Your next point will be the consulting room. Our proficient and friendly doctors will examine your child and give the appropriate diagnosis and treatment. From the consulting room, you may require the services of our laboratory, which is managed by highly skilled laboratory scientists, and then to our well-equipped pharmacy. When it becomes necessary to admit your child, you will be nursed in either a general ward or private ward according to your preference. At COI, we aim at giving you the best, your child's well-being, our passion. Doctor, the show that makes homes because children must be happy and we are all about that. We are all about making your home happy. And how do we do that? We give you vital information for the well-being of your baby and your child. And we know that once baby is happy, it has a ripple effect, right? Everyone in the house is happy. Dr. Coy has joined me once again. Hello, Doc. Good to have you. Hello, Benny. Yes, and that was a, a good conversation uh, we had the last time on jaundice. This time round, we are looking at feeding the newborn. It's quite uh, an interesting area for, for many women. Um, we're always excited when baby is coming. Sometimes we don't think about how to handle baby after baby arrives. <laughs> all we want to see are the cute cheeks, the, the beautiful eyes that are, you know, all over the place trying to figure out what's happening around them. But it's important what the child is having. Um, we have come across stories of babies that are born and mom is not able to produce the milk as, as soon as possible and there's a bit of a delay and some people say oh give it time but how much time is recommended what should be the the baseline in terms of feeding a child once the child is born okay um, thank you i'm happy to be here once again uh, breastfeeding that's what we are talking about i presume from the question Yes. As soon as baby is born, baby should be put to the breast. It doesn't mean your breast has to be engorged first. But then it is recommended that as soon as baby is born, within the first hour, baby should be put to the breast. And interestingly, when baby is born and he's put on mommy's chest, the baby will look for the breast mm. and suckle. Yes. But I must say that is how, as, how soon they should be put to the breast. And parents, mummies don't need to worry about whether they are getting enough or not. We know that the first two days, there's not much milk coming out. But what comes out? That very deep colored thing, which sometimes you see like teardrops. Mm. Yes, we call it colostrum. It's so rich in nutrients that you don't need much to be full. So we know that mothers will produce less than 100 mils of that in a whole day, yes. But it's more than enough for the baby. 
And so the baby has about 24 to 48 hours just to feed on that and will be fine mm -hmm. till mommy's breast milk comes plenty. And if baby put, is put to the breast early, then it stimulates the production of milk. And so you don't have to worry about um, after third day, the worst time is post-surgery. Mm. I don't know why we think after surgery, um, mommy should be left alone and baby should be left somewhere till, till mommy can walk. They, they say it's to give the woman enough time to recover. Baby can suckle. Suckling on a mother's breast, you don't have to sit up to breastfeed. So baby can come and lie on your chest. And even playing around the breast, licking it a bit will stimulate production. So, okay. And if baby is sleeping, mommy needs no panic mm. because they come out tired too. Yes. And so they will suckle for a few minutes and we sleep for longer. Well, that's okay. Mm. That's why Nothing I was asking what wrong. the recommended time is because then sometimes you see um, from the point of the health caregiver and even those around mommy, and I'm talking about the older generation, there's such a, a pressure on the woman to to breastfeed and sometimes it frustrates the women i've had people who've had children recently tell me that um, I, the milk is not coming i'm frustrated and they're saying that the baby will fall sick and this and that would happen to the baby because he's just sucking for about five to ten minutes and and baby is done that is fine if baby attached well and sucks for 10 minutes and goes to sleep baby is not hungry if baby is hungry he'll wake up and cry okay okay the only group of babies we worry about are the very big babies more than four kilos, and then the very tiny ones who we know will not be able to hold on, the premature babies. But a regular child who is able to suckle well for 15 minutes and go to sleep, leave the child alone. That's one of the myths that we, people have. And so we get worked up looking for plenty breast milk. Mm -hmm. And because everybody is putting pressure on the poor mother, she gets stressed. And so is not able to produce. So it's a vicious cycle. Because stress will reduce production of breast milk. We should allow the mother to be happy that the baby has arrived. Allow her to do what is she can do best. Let mommy and baby be. After they've rested for a while, mommy will have plenty of milk mm -hmm. and baby will suckle more. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, we, we end up putting so much pressure on the mothers. And that's one of the reasons why many mothers... Are not able to do it well in the first um, day or two, mm. and then also sometimes I think we have very anxious health workers who are very quick to to to, to pour alternative milk in the in the baby's in the baby's throat, but the baby can go for about twelve hours and it's fine with the little that you get. Yes, mm. for the newborn, it's fine. Beyond stress which we will get into much later. Um, what are the other reasons why a woman may be unable to produce enough milk uh, to, to feed the baby in the first few days? Um, I, 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 I try to stay away from the word enough because who is determining enough here? Okay. Okay. The enough is being determined by mother and uh, all the support team who have their own definition of enough. Mm. So far as mommy gets the little yellow coming out of her nipples and baby is suckling well, baby has enough. How the do plenty you know baby doesn't have enough when baby cries? When baby is fussy and is crying and okay. crying and crying. So normally by the third day, second day, third day, the breast is all engorged and it's plenty. 
Yes, the colostrum is gone out. So the colostrum has been made by God to take care of the first 24 to 48 hours. Okay. When you are not going to get the bumper, you know, when you can produce like 500 mils from <laughs> one breast no. <laughs> so it's, it's about 85 mils, less than 100 mils, and it's enough. Mm. It's, it's packed with all the nutrients that you, the child needs. So if the child is suckling and is going to sleep peacefully, we will see the child is getting enough. Mm. Okay? And so that is it. The plenty that we, the, every other person is calling enough, normally comes after the second day. Okay. Yeah, so that's what we should know. Mm. Yes. A few mothers may not get any milk at all. They may be very stressed. They may be sick. That's a different, but they are not the majority. Trying to protect your identity by yourself is a lot like trying to be a quarterback without an offensive line. LifeLock alerts you to blindside threats you may miss on your own, even if you're monitoring your credit. If a threat happens to get through, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist is there to help. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. That's LifeLock.com slash aware to save 25%. LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts here. This week at Macy's, find your signature fall look with big savings on incredible specials. Like 30 to 50% off cool weather coats for him and her. 40 to 60% off designer suits and blazers he can dress up or down. And 30 to 40% off the season's must-have boots and shoes during the Great Shoe Sale. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 20% off more great deals at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. The share it with a friend deal. Even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's, your rules. There's a deal for every friendship at McDonald's. Right now, mix and match a crunchy McCrispy, spicy McCrispy, 10-piece McNuggets, or a flaky, melty filet fish sandwich. Any two for just $6 at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. But I think now we are getting into the state where we are making the minority the majority. And that's why I didn't want to go along the enough line. Yes, but then there are few who genuinely realize that not even the yellow is coming out. Mm. So then in that case, genuinely, she's not lactating. And in that case, yes, you may give alternatives to okay. the child as support. But even in that instance, we prescribe, or I prescribe, that let the baby suckle, and then I'll top up. Because when the baby is hungry, he will be more active in, in suckling the breast. And the suckling of the breast is, is going to stimulate production of breast milk. If you don't suckle, there will be no milk. So mm. the baby should play around the breast. And then if genuinely nothing is coming, we will top up so that the, the mommy is also not stressed. Yes. Mm. But that is not the norm. So now this new trend where every new expectant mother is going with a tin of milk is wrong. It's wrong. You set the stage already to ensure that you do mixed feeding. Mm. And the average mother, after paying so much for a formula tin, will we'll not let it. it go to waste, yes. And so now we have a new trend. When Even when they have started breastfeeding, lactating in the hospital, they will tell you when they come to the clinic that in the hospital they gave the child. So when I went home, I continued. I continued. So I give it at night because in the hospital they initiated that the child was not getting enough. And so at home I'm making sure the child is getting enough by at the end. So 
we have introduced it. There's no need for her to have gone because out of 100 children, only maybe two may need from. So why are we buying 100 tons of milk when only two out of that whole group may even need a formula? Mm. Yeah. You've spoken about stress, um, which affects the production of milk greatly. But are there other things that we may be doing or not doing to aid that process of milk production? Yes. For breastfeeding, for successful breastfeeding, there are two components. the maternal component okay. and then the baby factor. Right. The maternal component, rest is key, and eating well is key, and taking a lot of fluid. Please, I should put in a disclaimer here. I see eating well being defined as chewing all the corn and, 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 and nuts yeah, that you can lay hands off. No, really not, helping it's not necessary. All you need is a lot of fluids mm. and eating a balanced diet. And I think thinking through this whole chewing corn business, I think the benefit is when you chew corn, you get very thirsty. So you drink a lot of water. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's the best scientific explanation that's you can give That I can it. give to the whole thing. <laughs> and so... And so, you know, they'll give you a bedroom and then you chew corn and you are drinking water. And so it's fluids. Rest, balanced diet, fluids. And then the baby factor, letting the baby latch on well to the breast. And I think that's where over 50% of our problems are. Mm. The latching on. The definition, the definition of correct latch on varies from, from person to person. And sometimes because we don't know better, we think that... The whatever when the baby holds the nipple, that is fine. Let me see. Many mothers think their baby's mouths are too small for them to hold the big breast, and so they just put as 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 little as possible into the child's mouth. And so when you do that, the child doesn't get to where he he sucks and gets plenty milk. Mm. So what happens is that he sucks and sucks and sucks. Thirty minutes, forty-five minutes, you are still breastfeeding. He finishes and he's still crying after 30 minutes. And tired. And tired. And so that is the wrong position, latching mm. on. And that's one of the main reasons why many mothers are bottle feeding and are topping up, saying that the breast milk is not enough. Mm. It is because the breast milk stayed in the breast and the child was busy sucking the nipple. So there is the activity of something that has a semblance of, of breastfeeding of breastfeeding so the baby is just sucking but the milk is not it's not coming as it should okay yes and since we've touched on that topic it's like my pet area mm. let me say that yes the breast we all know that the nipple is the pointed part and next to the pointed part is a, a dark part which is the same color as the nipple yes and then the part that looks like our skin the baby's lips are supposed to cover the broad part the behind the nipple, yes, black, the entire black. Many oh. mothers say, Hey, the mouth is small, and, and my answer is that the baby may choke on no, my and the nipple should be actually past the cheek, so it should go at that as angle that far, okay, go past the cheek, yes, it should be in the so the lips is for the areola, ah. and the nipple is supposed to be out this far, okay, this far. It's unfortunate we don't have pictures, so. Yeah. If you give the nipple and he holds onto the nipple, that's when it hurts. Mm. That's when it cracks. Okay. And every mother, I always say, now I tell my new mother, have your own experiment. Squeeze. Close to where you put the, my baby's lips and go back to where the daughter 
Okay. You know, the big black has these dotted areas mm. at the junction between mm. the black and the skin. <laughs> Squeeze that place. Check from the two places where you get the most squirt of, the, the best squirt of milk. Okay. Where you get the biggest squirt is where the lips should be. Okay. So if you go around the nipple and you don't get much, you see you get teardrops. You go to the big dotted area and it splashes. So that is where his mouth should be. Worried about the size? If your child is crying, look in at the mouth. It is nowhere near the size of your areola. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so when that mouth, I like that. that's the size of the mouth. So if the mouth can take that, can look that big, sometimes it's bigger than your whole breast it's when you're screaming. screaming that loud. Thank yes. you. So use that as your assessment of the size of the mouth. Mm. Then you realize that your areola cannot let him choke. But doc, there, there are those who say that um, the different nipple types can affect the ability of the baby to even latch. And, and, and they, so they, they, they say that, oh, she couldn't breastfeed because she had this type of a nipple. Yes. Is that a myth or it actually is problematic sometimes? Um, it is problematic sometimes, but it is no excuse for not breastfeeding. Because I know we talk about the flat nipple and the inverted nipple. That, those are the popular ones. So there's the regular one which protrudes, the flat and the inverted. Ideally, yes, you can pull on them to bring them out. But it is not a nipple that produces breast milk. Okay. It is the breast. Okay. The nipple is just the external conduit. So the areola is there. That's where you suck to get milk. And then the milk will squirt out from the nipple. And most of the time, if the child holds onto the areola, the nipples pop out. Oh. Yes. So we look at the nipple. Oh, flat. It's, but it's a bit difficult for the child to hold, especially when it's engorged and it's all flat or inverted. But inverted and flat nipples per se do not mean the child cannot breastfeed. Mm. And most of the time, after a few attempts of holding on to the breast, or sometimes you can even pull it out, let the child latch onto the areola, and then it will stay out mm. through the feeding time. So it is the breast that makes milk, not the nipple. So whether nipple is hidden or is showing, there's milk in the breast. Okay. So we've learned the best way to have the child latch um, onto the breast and how far, um, you know, the, the tip of the, of the nipple, or let me call it the nipple in the this nipple, case, yes. should, should be. Doc says, as far as this, in, in the, in the <laughs> cheek, just beyond it. Uh, but Doc, the positions yes. of feeding, yes. what is the best way, one for the mother and for the child? And I'm saying this because you realize that many babies are unable to feed and they get fussy, not because they don't want to feed, but they may have colic issues and so they are uncomfortable. Uh, how do the breastfeeding positions aid in creating that problem? Okay, so I will address the colic issues. Half of the colic issues is poor latch-on technique. Okay. When you put, if you give your baby the nipple, and you hear all the noise. He takes gas with the milk. And he doesn't get much. So he gets more bloated. Okay. And he has more colics. As soon as he takes a bigger areola. And then goes down. You realize that he takes more milk. Less gas. And colics reduce. Okay. So that's one of the challenges. Two. If he latches on well. He stays on the breast for less time. The stomach is that big. It's small. It's like a little pouch. And so if you breastfeed him for more than 30 minutes on one breast, there's something wrong. 
If he latches on normally by 20, 25 minutes, he's full. Mm. And you realize that the breast feels very empty. Yes, so that is it for the, 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 the colleagues and all. The positioning, it varies from mother to mother. I know they have the football type where the child's legs are at the back and he's in your palm. And then we have the cradle type where he's on your, your tummy. Some will lie down and let the child lie by them. Yes. Whichever method the mother is comfortable with, it's fine. The key issue is for the baby to get the whole big black in the mouth. And what we should all avoid is when we all try to protect the baby's nose, and so they'll keep telling you, protect the nose. And in your you, bit to Because the baby will suffocate when you're, especially if you have very full breast and you're pressing against baby's nose. Yeah. Ironically, by the time the baby comes out, he's smart enough not to suffocate. He doesn't need any mother's help. Mm. If babies are suckling and they are really suffocating, they will stop to breathe. I mean, for those who've had children who've had cold, common COVID, nasal congestion, they will confirm. He keeps stopping to catch his breath because the nose is blocked. So normally, if you put the areola in the mouth, for example, let me use the cradle one, which I'm very familiar with, and you put the head in the angle. As soon as all the black goes into the mouth, the angle corrects itself, the nose is clear. What happens is when we put the breast on the face, and it's only the nipple that has gone in, mm. then we end up pushing everything on the child's face. So if the child's head is up to the corner, and he takes the breast, God has made it such that the angle oh, corrects works. itself. So you don't need to put your fingers there to try and push back your breast, because when you try pushing back the breast, look, most of the time we are pushing back the black part, which is where he sucks to get milk. And so you compete with the child for the place where he gets milk. So it becomes a hassle. Then he starts crying. He's fussy. He's, he's unhappy. And it's because he's not getting enough when he sucks. So every mother's hand should stay away from the black. If you want any part where your hand will hold, let it match your skin color. Okay. So it should be as far to your chest as possible. I always say that makes you feel like a, a, a mommy as a Ghanaian. So you should be holding something. So just hold the breast, but leave the black parts for the baby. Mm. Whatever position, so far the baby can hold on to the breast, that you are not having pain when you are breastfeeding, then you are good. Mm. When you are having pain, there's this myth that is normal. It's a myth. Okay. When you, you are must in, not feel pain. No, it should at be comfortable. Initially, first week or two, a little discomfort. But when there's crack, and it's so painful that you are snapping your fingers, then there's something wrong. Push a little more of the areola in the mouth. Also, if the child is not getting full, then I mean, he's crying in between feet. If he feeds well, he should sleep for at least two hours before he needs food again. Okay. So if he's not able to do that, that means he's not getting enough. And it's more often than not the um, is the position, mm. and then also um, appropriate position. Yes, I think I think I've said basically yes. Mm. So the ta she should be facing you, and make sure that all the big black is in the mouth. The nose is off, automatically free when you put the big black in the mouth, and and then you should make sure you, the child burps after feeding. Okay. And then the I must add part. the burping part. It's very stressful. Some of the kids easily burp with about five to ten taps at the back. Um, some of them 
it can be uh, a lot of hard work for is there a right way to do it yes sometimes i i joke i jokingly say that the way we pamper the gas if i was the gas i won't come out oh yeah we are all lovey 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 around it just cup your hand okay and and pat at the middle like back this. yes okay so that the body vibrates the middle back yes the okay. body Not vibrates the upper part no okay because the stomach is close to the middle back okay there's gas down there you want it to come out if i hit your neck and i'm asking gas to come out from your stomach i think i'm encouraging the gas to stay down okay that's my funny way of saying it mm. so the middle back and then <clears throat> it dislodges the gas out okay yes if after a while he's not burping let him lie on his side if he burps it will come out doc so the the burping part is problematic for a lot of women um some of the children will burp with about with five or ten parts to the back. Is there a right way to do this? Yeah, ideally you want a bit of vibration so that the gas will dislodge. Okay. The gas is in the stomach. Mm. And so I say, cup, hit um, across the back. Okay, and the child's back is not that big. Your palm can virtually fit. And so you just cup and, and, and pat. And so then you cup this way? Like yes. It looks like it. Yes, I cup this way. Okay, so yes. it's so like you, a hollow in between. A hollow in between. So when I hit the back, mm. you feel the child is vibrating, but he doesn't cry because yeah. there's no pain. Yeah, it's not flat. No, it's not flat, a pow, pow, mm. you know. And then it comes out. Some children will burp with or without any effort. And I always tell them, even if you try and he's not burping, just let him rest on his, sleep on his side. He will burp eventually. Okay. Yes, so it's, it's not a problem. Mm. For some children, when they are fussy on their breasts, it's because they want to burp. They will stop. So as soon as you burp them, put them back to their breast. Mm. And I must say, the best, another, you were asking about the right way of breastfeeding. Please don't do five minutes on one breast, five minutes on the other breast. The child should empty one breast before you move. And why? Because the first part of the breast milk is about 80% water. Mm. And the last part is the, <clears throat> the food. And I have a joke. I say, you know, the first part is like water, and the last part is the banku and abenkwa. So <laughs> if you drink only the regular morikoku, you get hungry early. Mm. The one who eats banku and soup and drinks water doesn't get hungry early. Mm. So if you do five minutes, five minutes, you fill the tummy with predominantly water. And so that child will also cry earlier because he gets hungry earlier. Just like if your friend eats banku and you eat kuku. The cocoa person gets hungry faster than there. Yes, so that's also another important thing that mothers should know. You empty one breast before you move on. Somebody say, how do I know it's empty? Mm. Squeeze the big black place where you squeeze and it's, you did get plenty. When it's empty, you squeeze that place, you realize that very little comes out. Mm. The big dotted part, right. not the yeah. nipple. Yeah. Yes, and <clears throat> after a few weeks of breastfeeding, you know. Yes, your breast feels lighter. But prior to that, just squeeze that place. If nothing is coming out, burp the child and switch. And in some of the babies, uh, Doc, and I like that you mentioned that the babies are smart. Because some of them will actually stop sucking when there's nothing coming in. Yes. Anymore. There's nothing nice about job loopy. <laughs> <laughs> so they will, they will just stop sucking. That's an indication that there's nothing coming. It's done. You give it to him and he pushes it out. Mm. Yes works without any pee. 
Yes. Yeah, so and, and and doc, we would we would go to the to the other forms of feeding besides breastfeeding. But because you've spoken about um, emptying one breast, how do mothers who uh, prefer to express? How do they ensure that baby is actually having the the full complement of one breast before taking the other one, so they don't get things get things mixed up? Uh, in terms of what they have expressed and how to feed baby with what they've expressed. Okay. I think now there's this new trend where mothers think expressing is it. Let me say something that when you don't allow your baby to suckle, you don't get enough breast milk mm. because you need a suck reflex to produce milk. As often as the baby suckles, he gets breast milk. In fact, that's why new mothers now are struggling when they come back from hospital because they've been taught to use formula. And so the baby then is drinking from the bottle and they're sucking less. So you produce less milk. Okay. And so ideally, my recommendation is this. Let the baby suckle. After 20 minutes, express. Find out what is left in the breast. If there's nothing, express the other one. And then you can top up the baby with a cup and spoon. I didn't say bottle teeth mm. because the mechanism of sucking the, bre the breast nipple and the bottle teeth are different. Okay. And the baby under two months is still settling down. If you introduce the bottle teeth, which when you turn, even without any effort, is dripping, then as I told you about Jobnupi, I mean, he's smart. If you can be assured of food, even if you don't work, or you can get money to spend if you don't work, none of us will bother to go to work. And so that child may go for the bottle teeth because that is less work. And mommy is also not even getting the nipple latching on right. And so he stops breastfeeding mm. and he wants the bottle. Mm. And then you are gone because give yourself four weeks, the breast will begin to produce less. Okay. So let the baby suckle, teach him to hold on to the bigger part. And then if after 20 minutes, let him bear, if he's tired, top him up with a cup and teaspoon. If he's really still hungry, he will drink a little more. Okay. As he gets to know how to latch on well, you realize that the top-up volume begins to reduce. So at first, I was doing 30 mils top-up. Then in about three, four days, it's only 20 mils, 10 mils. Mm. Less than 10 mils stop topping up because the baby is getting enough. Okay. And my top-up here is breast milk. So I express. And let me add, if you're a new mother, you are not getting enough breast milk and you are worried, when baby suckles on one breast and it's full, Empty the other breast and put the milk in the fridge. Okay. And drink water and rest. By the next feeding cycle, the two breasts will be full. That's why the two breasts will feed twins. Okay. So for one child, it's unusual not to get enough from the breast. Mm. So when you do that, the breast milk can stay in the fridge for 24 hours. Nothing will happen. can stay in the freezer for three months plus. Nothing will happen. So do that and then you will double your production. Mm. And as baby suckles well, there will be no need to express. Or for the working mothers, I tell them, express and toss into the freezer. Okay. Get a storage bag, date your breast milk. Okay. So you know which one went in first. Okay. And which one should. So by the time you're going to work at three months, four months plus, you have enough store. Because trust me, when you are leaving your baby for the first time, it's stressful. And you, you even begin to reduce production because it's a stressor. And the suckling as and well. And the is suckling not is not going to happen as it used to. And you are anxious. Mm. And so when you have a backup plan, then you are not a nervous wreck as you go to work. Mm. 
but then you express as you can because there's backup. If what you have is finished, mommy or nanny or whoever will just pick from the freezer and then and, and give to the baby. So that is my recommendation. So the key here is to label and label properly. So you should know when you expressed, the order in which you express, so that when you are giving to baby, just like you would do with your normal breast, you would empty one before giving baby the yes, other. Yes, yes. Because when you use the breast pump, it brings out everything. And it, get, it gets mixed All in the mixed bottle. All mixed up in the bottle. So okay. it's, it's a one-stop shop. Okay. So you don't mm. have to worry. Mm. Yeah. And the truth is, if baby suckled on one and went to the other and didn't finish the other, when you are going to feed the next time, start from the other. Mm. That's one of the rules. So that the more you empty the breast, the more <laughs> milk will be produced. And he did have, so the top up will come. So, yeah, let's do it that way. And the more we empty our breasts, the more. And tr now the new trend of uh, keeping the breast, if you keep the breast milk in the breast, production reduces because um, God does not like waste. Mm. So the breast tells the brain that reduce production. Because you're not taking the enough. The consumer doesn't need that much. Ah, okay. So that's what happens when you are mixed feeding. So when you are doing the mixture, you don't produce that much more. Because the suckling frequency has reduced, you don't empty as much, and so why should the breast produce more than necessary? Mm. There's no need. Doc, let, let's look at the other options of feeding when breast milk is unavailable. So there are people, I'll say, much people who live in the urban areas or people who are uh, exposed to more modern ways will quickly opt for um, a formula. But we hear of stories of people in very deprived communities that will have no option. Say if a mother passes away, for example, we'll say, um, let's get some light porridge for the child. What are the feeding options when, like in the case you cited, there's absolutely no milk production or when mother is not available? Okay. Interestingly, and when mother is not available and grandma is there, grandma can breastfeed. Hmm? Yes. If you have had a baby before, and a baby suckles your breast, you will lactate again. So, in the past... Doc, no, no, no. Allow, 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 us to, <laughs> allow us to... Allow us to process all of that. Actually, wow. yes. So, if you know, if you listen, the olden days, then they gave the child to grandma and grandma... Yes, because she has, she has, she has delivered before. The milk will come, even yes. if she's in menopause. She, yeah, let the child suckle. If you like, go and try it. <laughs> you can go for your sister's child and let her suckle your breast and see you like it because you had a child before. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's not all, all lost. Okay. It's not all lost. I know now because of infections and mm. things, we are careful. Yes. But if the child's mom is an sibling who has been tested and everything, is, and they want to, they can. But if everything is good for example maybe the mommy who was infected and everybody's not comfortable with what the child is bringing mm. then you could use formula yes but formula is supposed to be the last resort and i like the fact that you said in the in the urban areas they can afford to go for it yes you can afford to buy the co container but the package of allergies and other things you may not bargain for mm. And that's one of the cautions I give our new mothers. Right. Cost of the tin of milk is not a problem. Mm. But the other issues that follow. Okay. For children who may have allergies, 
when you give them the formula milk, you prime them up for a worse form of the allergies. Yes, research has proven. And I actually have a family that gave me the practical example. The first child, very bad asthmatic. The second one, I told mommy to exclusively breastfeed. He has milder form, so he, does, he just has allergic rhinitis. The mother got very exotic with the third child and decided to do formula again. Oh, yeah, she has a worse form of the asthma than the elder brother. And so I always laugh at her that she should have a whole, she, she can be a training. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's the fact. The formula may be convenient now, but of course the risk of infections, the immune system that is, that is not optimized because the breast milk gives you maximum immunity. It, 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 provi- it, produ- it, provide- it enables the child to have better brain development. Yes, the child is well adjusted. All these benefits, you can't put money to it. And so we should not be quick to think that because we can buy the milk, we can, we can do all these things. Yes, you can afford it. Breastfeeding options, yes. yes. So you can afford the milk, but be sure that you can also afford the additional package. Mm. Yes. And it also goes, uh, now people are also formula fe- um, bottle feeding breast milk, and the risk of infection goes there too. So we just need to put the, um, a little caveat here that this discussion is not on complementary feeding per se after baby has gone past the six-month period. We will have uh, a much more detailed conversation on that because that's another topic uh, that needs to be dissected in different forms. So today we are talking about feeding the newborn and that's why um, Doc is encouraging exclusive breastfeeding. You see, I'm trying to punch out the holes, but Doc is dodging all of it and giving me reason why you don't have an excuse uh, to breastfeed. She says those who have an excuse are very, 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 very small in number. So um, she's shown you how to do it. Um, If you're not getting enough breast milk, maybe you find yourself in the category of people who are not allowing baby to suck uh, suckle on the breast enough or maybe you're not resting enough or taking in a lot of fluids and hydrating enough so doc when it comes to sterilization keeping the bottles and other things that we need safe and, and the caveat here is that we are not talking about complementary breastfeeding i just need to chip that in we are discussing feeding the newborn and so doc is is very insistent on exclusive breastfeeding and we get it um, so doc <laughs> how do we how do we keep um, whether we're using a cup or a spoon or for a top-up or we're using bottles, how do we keep those things sterile and safe for okay. baby? Yeah, to keep your, 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 your bottles sterile and safe, um, there are so many methods. I'm sure many of our mothers are Google doctors, so they go <laughs> online and, and, and they, they, they go read so many things. For our environment, I prescribe if you have a sterilizer, fine. But then one thing we should know is that when you finish sterilizing all your bottles and a contaminated hand goes in, everything in there gets contaminated. So it doesn't matter if I pick only one bottle. All the others will be contaminated. So you should as well let it run all the time. I like simpler methods, like not to prescribe one particular thing, but you know we have this melting tablet and all these other forms of sterilization you put a tablet in water and the water stays sterile for 24 hours so that's one option a simple method i should let me 
put it in a chronological order. So if a mother gets maybe express breast milk in a bottle and baby feet on the breast uh, on the bottle and he doesn't finish the breast. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he doesn't you finish see, I told I'm you so breast <laughs> and he doesn't <laughs> empty the bottle. Because of our, our peculiar warm and humid environment, my rule number one is take the bottle teeth off. Okay. Don't cup the bottle teeth and wait for the next time the child is feeding and put the bottle teeth back in the mouth. When you do that, by then a lot of bacteria have multiplied in the teeth because it's warm. The environment mm. is warm. And so you wash it down the, t the baby's mouth and gut and then infections. And so first thing, take the teeth off. Then you can put the rest of the milk on, covered in the fridge. When he's ready, you warm it in hot water. Don't microwave breast milk. And then you can feed the child again with a new teeth. Okay. And this is leftover milk from the same bottle. Yes. How long can I keep that in the fridge for? Oh, till the next feeding time. Okay. Because the next feeding, that will be the first one that will go. Okay. Before you, you do the next. It doesn't go bad? Breast milk can stay, for 24, can stay eight hours on the desk. But this can is, has been used. I'm asking this because uh, there are some people who fear that maybe the exchange of saliva going into... Oh, I think uh, it's far-fetched. That's the child's own saliva. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. So, and no, more often than not, it's not that much. If it's formula, I'll say discard. Okay. But for breast milk, it's gold. And so I'm careful how quickly I tell people to throw away their gold, their gold or nuggets, you know, so... You can, put, you can take off the teeth. The key thing is that don't keep it on the desk and let it stay for two hours waiting for the next feeding time. Mm. Take off the teeth, cover it, and then put it in the fridge or even let it stand. Then the next feeding time, you can, you can that's maximum two or three hours. You are done with it. To keep your, your teeth and bottles, I recommend that have two packets. I have a bucket for, with my sterile solution and then I have a bucket for dirty bottles. <clears throat> okay. And so when my baby feeds and finishes, I rinse it and toss it into the dirty bucket, dirty bottles bucket. So I've empty the bottle, the clean bottles, finish the clean bottles, and bring them all into the dirties. I keep doing that till all the clean bottles are finished. Then I wash all of them and let them go through the sterilization process. I could have maybe boiled as my sterilizing method. I could have used my sterilizing tablet as my, boy, uh, my sterilization method, or I could have been exotic to have the, the device. The device, yes. So whichever way I'm going to sterilize, I do not want to rinse, wash, and put the dirty one back into the pool because there is that inherent risk of sending a contaminated bottle into the the group of clean ones. Okay. So finish one cycle before Finish you one cycle before you restart them. Because when you are going to wash all of them, you take your time, you use your brush, you wash well. But if you are doing one one, there's that tendency of doing a fast job and then you toss it back. But it has not been sterilized. It has not been boiled. The sterilizer has been off. Mm. So no sterilization will take place yes. when it joins the pool. Mm. Good. And then we should always remember that whenever you are going into the sterile area, you should have washed your hands. Because if you don't wash your hands and you go in with a dirty hand, you contaminate everything in there.
So that's how best to keep your, 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 your bottles and the teeth safe. Mm. Right. Uh, something to, to digest. Let's just take a quick breather. Process all that you've heard. We'll be back with more here on The Baby Doctor. When you enter any of our COI facilities, you will be met by our pleasant front desk offices, where your child will be registered in our system, after which you will be led to the nurse's station. Our competent nurses will triage your child and the needed first aid care will be given when necessary. Your next point will be the consulting room. Our proficient and friendly doctors will examine your child and give the appropriate diagnosis and treatment. From the consulting room, you may require the services of our laboratory, which is managed by highly skilled laboratory scientists, and then to our well-equipped pharmacy. When it becomes necessary to admit your child, you will be nursed in either our general ward or private ward according to your preference. At COI, we aim at giving you the best, your child's well-being, our passion. much for staying on the baby doctor with me Bernice Abubeidulansa. Today I'm here with Dr. Koi and we are talking about feeding the newborn. We have established so many things. Doc has uh, busted so many myths and helped us with some important education on how to breastfeed the newborn. She's also proven to you why exclusive breastfeeding is the ideal thing. Doc, there are those who say that we are putting too much pressure on modern women. Some say that this whole issue of it helps the child, uh, brain, whatever, they say the first one, I did exclusive breastfeeding. The second one, I didn't exclusive, but this one does better in school. <laughs> so they're trying various ways to suggest that it's all the same thing, isn't it? Um, the same thing, no. My question for the one who is saying that this one even does better, do you know his potential? But for the fact that you did not breastfeed him, he, maybe he would have been super. Okay. So maybe you had a genius, but you've made him a standard boy now. Okay, so it's neither here nor there, just that we know the benefits in the breast milk. So if you can give your child the best chance, I mean, after all, that's why we pay for the best of schools for early years. We want them to have the best start. So why is it that when it comes to feeding, we don't want to give them the best start? They say it's a myth, though. Yeah. They say that look, so, someone even suggested that we're putting so much pressure on women and some of them, even when they don't have enough breast milk, there's so much stress, there's so much frustration they end up not looking for other alternatives. And, 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 and someone has actually put on Facebook that that's the reason why her child developed jaundice. I don't know what you think of it. She said if she had known that because she wasn't producing enough, the baby would suffer. She would have just gone for um, formula, but for the insistence on exclusive breastfeeding. No, I agree. There are, there are genuine cases of women who just cannot make enough. And I think it would be unfair for me to sit here 
and preach that every mother on earth will get enough. It's just that I know that many mothers who could have also had more than enough quickly hide behind that and then, but there are others who are, I have had a few who genuinely, no matter what you do, they don't lactate enough. So for those women, yes, you can't starve a child. It's between starving the baby and giving him the second best. So if the best is not there, you give the second best. If you can't get the best school, it doesn't mean don't go to school. You get some, you go to the next grade. So that is it. So cow milk is the next grade. And let me say, all formula are cow milk, except the one we say is soy-based. Mm, the plant-based ones. The plant-based ones. But then, so it doesn't matter the name we give it. If they say it's formula milk and they've not said it's plant-based, then it's cow. Okay. And so that is it. If you can't get your mother's breast and you can get the cow so that you can thrive, yes, then we give. But just that we encourage, I always think it's best to let a doctor who is helpful, mm. Let me put in a this. Some doctors also don't, or health workers are not comfortable with breastfeeding. So they are not able to teach the mother to be empowered and Doc, get it in, right. In other places, we have lactating specialists. In my reading, I came across that. And I, I was surprised. I was like, oh, people are so advanced. Because uh, once a mother has a baby, they say that if you're struggling with anything breastfeeding, contact your lactation specialist. But we don't have that here. So who do we go to, our pediatrician or our uh, normal um, uh, medical doctor or a midwife? Who do we speak to when we have uh, lactation issues? In Ghana, the midwives are trained okay. to teach lactation. Pediatricians are trained. I was trained. And so I know what to do. And then we have a few who are very much, who have been further trained in lactation techniques and other issues. So, yes. So, I would say your first point of call should be your midwife or your pediatrician. Okay. And if whatever the person, if the person is not, out, look, the litmus test is if whoever you are seeing will not stop whatever she's doing and let you demonstrate what you are doing for the person to see where the gaps are. And it's theory. Put all the mouth in the baby. In the I always say go and look for another person. Because <clears throat> teaching breastfeeding is an art. And that one I will say bluntly. It's, it's apprenticeship. If I teach you how to make a, your hair, I mean, if I'm teaching somebody how to braid hair, and I sit and tell her, twist, 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 she will never be good at the job. But if she's doing it and I supervise and I correct her when she gets it wrong, she gets it right and it stays with her. So if that mother is taught to latch on and she can tell the difference, when she puts that baby to the breast the right way, she's empowered to do it. She's happy doing it because it's not painful. She's not bending over her baby. So I always struggle with any health practitioner who will give theoretical knowledge on breastfeeding and not let the poor mother show her what she's doing mm. so that you can see where the gaps are. If the person is not comfortable doing there should be somebody in their space they can call their lactation specialist. The lactation special is somebody who has been trained to help a mother put the baby to the breast mm. and help the mother address any other challenges they may have. Mm. And let me put it in here. When you go abroad, breast cow milk is given free of charge. When you want to breastfeed, you pay to be taught to breastfeed. Because there's something better in it. So let's not kid ourselves that, oh, yeah, everywhere they are giving. Yes, because they want. And now some countries are changing. Mm. Yes, a place we all like to refer to. Yes, yes. 
Even some states have now made are changing. But in the past, it was cheap because you go to work early. Mm. So you dose the baby come or can come to work. They've seen that the products are not great. And so whenever you are being asked to pay extra for something, you must know that there's something good in that. Good in that. Mm. So I think we should not be quick to say abroad they are giving formula so is that it's not a gold standard they've right. seen better mm. and they so, are changing mm. doc let's look at the the effects of of poor feeding um beyond malnutrition which <clears throat> is the uh, the obvious one what are the kind of things a baby will suffer when they are not getting the right nutrition uh from from the breast milk from the breast and milk. is there anything such as quality breast milk no. <laughs> or or, or because you, we've just established that some will produce more based on what they're doing, the rest they're getting. But is there a way of determining if this mother's milk is of more quality than that one? What influences that if there's anything like that? Ironically, God has made the breast milk tailor-made for every child. So trust me, the mother of a premature baby's breast milk is different from the mother of a term baby. Oh. Yeah. There's more calories in the premature because he needs a little more to grow. So it's interesting. And when it comes to baby feed, the breast, the, bod the body will draw whatever is in the mother to make sure the baby is fine. So you must be depleted of all nutrients for the baby to get nothing. Okay. Okay. If your iron stores are low, they will draw whatever is left and make sure the baby is fine. So baby will take whatever it needs. Yes. And then the rest is yours to manage. <laughs> so, so there are only exceptions where mommy is very sick then you may say she can't produce milk or, or all that. And I mean, some may be so sick they, can't, they have to be on some medications for which we have to stop breastfeeding. Those are exceptions. And that one, please, we give formula. Okay. And for me, I don't prescribe one particular brand of formula. Okay. I said they are all cow milk. See what you can afford and give well. Then to go for the top of the range and then you cannot buy enough and then you are now diluting double. Mm. then your child will not get Losing adequate. Yes. yes. Right. So, Doc, uh, back to the question on the effects beyond malnutrition. Well, immune system is also compromised. And then, of course, um, poor weight gain and poor development. Mm. And so that's what we know. And to answer the question about some of the signs that the child is not getting enough, the best judge is the weight of the child. And that's why it's good to go, to go for, for your, your monthly um, weighing. Mm -hmm. So if, the, if, if a mother says, I'm not getting enough, she comes to the hospital, the child is not gaining weight. Child is fussy. You express, there's no milk coming. She's not lying. Mm. Formula. The truth is in front of you. Mm. This is a mother whose breast is almost empty child is not gaining weight. But let me put in, now modern mothers, one of our challenges is lack of rest. And it's not because sometimes we don't have any help, but it's because we, we will not let go of our phones. Mm. And so we use all the time that the baby is asleep to catch up with our friends. And the question is, yeah, boy, girl. <laughs> it's not change. It won't change. So when baby sleeps, sleep. When he's awake, he or she is awake. You can then catch up on your house chores. You don't need to wash in the morning for it to dry. If you wash at night, it can still dry. So there's no rule that if you wash before 11, if you don't wash before 11, p 11 a.m., it doesn't. Yeah. So th those are a few things that for the modern mother, mm. we have to be aware of. Sleep is important. 
when aunties and grandma is coming, we are still up during the day, just tidying up, up, just in catching up, chatting. Then we don't rest. Mind you, you did a night shift alone. Hmm. All your friends were asleep. <laughs> yes. And now we say that this should help. I agree. But they don't have breasts, which is producing milk. So let them do the help before the midnight shift. When they come from work, they should get useful, taking care of the child while mommy rests. And grandmas, too, if you let them stay up late, their, high, their blood pressure will go up. So let them also do the 8 to 11 shift. And then the night shift, mommy can manage it because she's had some before night shift rest. And in the morning, you, you catch up on your sleep and let everybody else do their rest of the work. Really Thank important you. tips here for you, but we have more to share. Look at this. We'll be back to wrap up the show. Breastfeeding. Breast milk is the best food for every newborn. Formula feeds are still below breast milk in quality. Babies do not get full on their mom's breast when only the nipple is given to the child. If your baby sucks for more than 25 minutes and is still not full, check where the baby is sucking. Painful nipples mean your baby is sucking wrongly, so get help. If your baby does not suck your breast, you will produce less breast milk. Hello, do you have any questions for your baby doctor? Send a video or text to 0557-456-211. Would love to hear from you. And those were your tips for today. Dr. Koy is still with me, Doc. We are wrapping up. Quickly, we'll do a mop-up of all we've discussed earlier. But before that, there are mothers who complain about children who are just lazy at eating. You say, whatever you do, this child will not. He's just so lazy. How do you deal with children who appear to have some form of bad eating habits? Okay. One... Yes, I mean, there are generally some children who do not want to stay on their breast forever. They will do 10, 15 minutes and they are done. And they sleep enough for two to three hours before they feed again. And they are gaining weight. For that child, he latches on well. He empties what he wants to take. And is growing well, so don't worry. Okay. It is his style of feeding. He doesn't like staying on the breast for 30 minutes. That's okay. So far as he's growing well, don't worry. Because baby is getting enough. If he's not getting enough and he's not staying on the breast, is it because he's distracted? Okay. You are in a very active environment. And so for that reason, the child is looking around, looking at who, what is happening. So he sucks a bit and gets distracted. Sometimes this other sibling is entertaining him or her. And so he's just <laughs> busy watching them. In that case, you feed him in a quiet place so that he can concentrate. But for me, the, 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 the test is, is the child gaining weight. Mm. Yes. And, and, see. and sometimes you say, look in the child's mouth. What exactly are we looking for there if the baby is struggling to feed? Oh, that one, if the, if the baby is struggling to feed, we are looking at two things. Sometimes we, call, we talk about cleft palate. There's a hole in the roof of the mouth. And so he keeps choking on it or something. And then in extreme cases, they talk about tongue tie. But I don't want to make a big deal of tongue because half of the tongues we say are tied and have no, have no problem. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Tongue tie is only important when the child cannot suckle. 
okay. and cannot coordinate the milk to go back. So if the child is able to suckle, is able to cry, and make all the appropriate noise, please leave the tongue alone. Mm. Okay, so those are the things we look for in the mouth. Yes, I can count that my whole career so far, I can count the real cases of tongue tie that we had to do anything about. There are no more than two. Wow. Yeah. Half of them are not necessary. Okay. And, and the, the tongue tie, for those of you who may not know, it's um, what people used to describe um, the, the tongue stuck to the, yes. to the base of, of, the, the, of tongue, the jaw. Or of, the, the, of, of the mouth. Yeah. The floor of the mouth. Yeah. Yes. And there's no rule that everybody should be able to raise their tongue. Okay. We think, no, so far as you can speak, if we sample all of us here, some of us will not be able to roll the tongue up. Yes, and my teacher once told me, he said, leave the one year, the child by one year, the tongue would have moved forward, and what you are seeing now, you wouldn't see. Okay. Yeah, so we, we, don't, we don't fast. Sometimes in your bid to release the tongue tie, you may cut off the most important nerve that controls the tongue. Oh. Then speech is gone forever. Wow. So sometimes you ask yourself, which is free, but the, our grandmothers love the tongue tie, <laughs> so don't go anywhere. If the baby can suck and can cry, leave the child alone. Okay, all right, Doc. <laughs> so, so let's mop up. We've had quite a discussion. We've transitioned from exclusive. We've looked at uh, formula feeding, keeping the bottle sterile, mummy getting enough breast, and the other things that could prevent her from producing enough, um, like uh, preventing baby from staying latched on and actually sucking from the best because it's much easier for us to pump and let someone else feed baby, you know. Okay, let me pump and feed because pumping is faster, you know. It's Do it fast, 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 and someone else will feed the baby. Um, what is the final thing you'd like to share with us even as we wrap up the conversation? My, my final message is that breastfeeding cannot be replaced with any other form. The bonding that goes with breastfeeding the cuddling, yes, it, it looks like it's time-wasting, but that's the time that you have no choice but to be with your baby. And it's worth that investment. When the child grows up, he's well-adjusted, and mommy is his or her best friend because you were there when it mattered most. And the benefit we get from breast milk, all the other formulas are working hard to get close to it. It's free. And yes, you may have money, but you could use the money in other areas that the child will benefit from, which will not be replacing the breast milk with formula because the, side, the, 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 the challenges that come with the formula feed may not be that great in the long term. So I encourage mothers that let's breastfeed. I know we work, and it's always a challenge when we are going back to work. But let's use the first three months whilst we are home to store milk so that when we are going to work, we don't get stressed. Thank you. Thank you so much, Doc. And uh, don't forget to rest your back um, like Doc is doing because sometimes we get tired, <laughs> you see. Yes. It, it's, not, it's not deliberate. Some of the women are just worn out. So it's easier for them to just do their formula. Hmm. Well, it's a choice. <laughs> Get ready to be in the hospital more often when they grow up with your allergies. Hmm. 
That's a serious one. <laughs> and on another day, we'll be discussing allergies in full. Uh, but that'll be it for today's edition of The Baby Doctor. I'm Bernice Abubedulans, and I've been interacting with Dr. Koi. Let me just say a very big thank you to Azel Vogue for my beautiful dress. I love the colors. I love the baby pink. I tell you, Azel Vogue is your go-to fashion place for everything everything you need uh, in terms of fashion. You can contact them on 0244 Let me also say a very big thank you to Think Media where we are bringing you this exciting program from. Think Media is your creative agency. Everything creative. Think Think Media. I'm Venice Abubedu Lanza and I will be back again next week with another exciting edition of the baby doctor. Take care. reminders and get ready for the academic showdown of the year the 2023 national science and math quiz it's time for the brightest young minds in ghana to battle it out for academic supremacy expect mind-bending equations heart-pounding moments and nail-biting suspense as the best schools go head to head who will emerge the ultimate champions and claim the prestigious trophy. Catch the action on TV, radio, and online starting 6th to 24th October 2023. an accomplishment. When it comes to choosing our preference of living, we are faced with a dilemma. 
Will you go for affordability, comfort, or luxury? Well, we will help you choose your preferred home at a very affordable and convenient way at the 2023 edition of the Republic Bank Love Firm Habitat Fair, slated for Friday, 6 October to Sunday, 8 October 2023, at the Kumasi City Mall, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. each day. This event is brought to you by your superstation, Love 99.5 FM, in partnership with Republic Bank. Powered by Airport City HDG Homes and sponsored by DBS Industries Limited, Syntex Tank, the ultimate protection plus insurance product from Star Life Assurance, safety and home solutions, supported by... The first ever Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair in Tema brought together tens of industry players, some for the very first time. Hanex Works Limited is one of such first-time exhibitors. Meet its managing director, Francis Nesta Ope. Hanex Works has been in business for nine and a half years. And then for the first time, we participated in the Joy News Ecobank Habitat Fair uh, mini clinic that happened recently at Tema, and we were completely blown away. The, the exposure that uh, the Habitat Fair, Joy News Ecobank Habitat Fair mini clinic, just the mini cl- clinic at Tema gave us, is um, massive. Um, you know, the, the spotlight on us, the TV interview, the live radio interviews, and then we saw massive uh, participants, and then we interacted with them. So far, over the top of my head, we have engaged we have engaged with over 100 clients, and we are so happy to be here. So I give you my word, we are following you to Kumasi. Established approximately 11 years ago, and with a star strength of 30. Hanex Works is a wholly Ghanaian-owned construction firm specialized in top-notch construction works for all budgets. We do all kinds of construction, um, specifically residential buildings, commercial buildings, uh, warehouses, um, maybe uh, offices, and then uh, we build for individuals as well both locally and and, uh, and those who are res- resident abroad. Uh, we do swimming pools. We do pergolas. We do cabanas. Now these days, these are the, 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 the beauties, the things that add beauty to our homes. So if you don't have a pergola in your house, maybe you should begin to talk to us. So we do pergolas, we do cabanas, we do swimming pools. We are experts in this field. We do glazing. Uh, we do interior decoration. We do landscaping. We do pretty much everything about construction. Yes, and then you know, our aim is to give your house or your property that top-notch look, that value for money. We know how much construction costs, and so we put, uh, we take note of every detail make sure that the finished product becomes something that you imagine in your mind. The 
firm is presently undertaking the construction of a 37-unit housing complex in Tama Community 25. There's a huge project that uh, Hannes Works is undertaking now for one of our subsidiaries. Um, and this subsidiary is called Nestes, Nestes Limited, solely into um, real estate, fully development, real estate development, fully. There's a new community and that, uh, at the community 26 here, uh, at the back of Palace Mall, um, en route to uh, Kufo Estates, we are building um, 37 units uh, comprising two bedroom, three bedroom, and four bedroom, all luxury homes. We are doing exclusively luxury homes. And the construction has started. We are doing a model home now. We are doing the entrance. The land has been warned, registered. We are doing the first model home. And the first model home is three bedroom, a three bedroom house, one story. Very nice design um, for for this co company. So the main contractor for this project is Hannes Works Limited. We are doing 37 houses. We, and it's a gated community. We have basketball courts in it. We have swimming pool. We have children playground in it. We have 24-hour security. Often, potential homeowners who entrust the construction of their future homes to friends and relatives are left disappointed. Hanex Works has a solution for such a class of people. Many people have lived with uh, family members for so long before maybe traveling to go and work abroad. And they think that the relationship that they have built with these family members, it, it, it will make them unable to undercut them. But it's happening in real life. It's happening even today. And they know that the Ghanaians who are living abroad know about this. So we, have, we are a company that uh, you can trust, you can rely on. Look, you can send us money, go to sleep, and whatever we promise you is exactly what we deliver. This is one main reason why you should contact Hannes Works for your works. Occasionally, like I said earlier, you can send family members, you can send your friends, anybody at all, to come and do it. Most of, of Ghanaians living abroad also want to keep their project away from the attention of family. But what is the firm's competitive advantage? Hannes Works is so far, I will tell you, on authority, the most honest construction company in Ghana. We have heard a lot of stories from some of the clients we have dealt with, some of which lost money, huge sums of money, because they, they trusted family, relatives here to supervise their project for them. And look, by the time they can, these relatives buy lands with their money and build their own homes, abandoning you know, the original plan. So the word harness is coined from honesty. Honesty. So you see, harness works. So honesty works more like. So we give you that assurance. Maybe from time to time, you can let your relative come and see really where we have gotten to, and then he can take pictures to share with you, even though we will also be consistently updating you. We have flexible payment. We work with you according to your budget. So if you are looking at building a three-bedroom house, for instance, and you are looking at finishing in two years, look, we are there for you. We can look at splitting the cost for you, and maybe every three months you pay a certain fraction, and then we're going to it for you. No pressure. We do your project. We manage your project, making sure that we achieve the best result for you. Who are the target audience? We also set up Harness Works to 
uh, work specifically for Ghanaians, Ghanaian businessmen, uh, Ghanaian working class uh, who are busy and, you know, like the ordinary Ghanaian who, who cannot engage a roadside mason, you know, and cannot also trust the services of a roadside mason. So, um, so we do this project for the weekends, they check in on their projects. So, and then uh, the diasporians, the Ghanaians uh, residents abroad. So we do all the projects for them. For companies who want to set up, yes, we, we, we do all of that. Annex Works' services are not confined to Tama or Accra. We work everywhere in Ghana. Sometimes we get projects up north. And, you know, we take our team there, we get them lodged there, and then they concentrate on the project until it's done, and then we, we retrieve them back. So we work everywhere, Kumasi, Sunyani, Takrade, Cape Coast. Recently, we did a project for uh, an old school association at Cape Coast. But how affordable are these services? Construction is uh, dependent on how much you are willing to spend, okay? What you want and what you are willing to spend to get what you want. With every budget. Just that, I mean, there are some lowest budgets that we cannot go to because... We want to keep our reputation. We don't want to dent our image for, for, for any reason. Okay, so we advise you on the best budget. You are, you, are, you are at liberty to go more because, I mean, you want a certain quality, you want a certain finish, uh, finishing for your house. So you are liberty to go more, but there's a minimum that you cannot go below. All right, so pretty much it depends on what you want and how much you are willing to invest. For swimming pool on a normal day, uh, we are looking at a range of 50,000 from 50,000 above. It depends on what the size of the pool. From 50,000 above, look, we can do a very nice swimming pool for you. It depends on, on the size. As for pergolas, from 25,000 and above, you can get a very nice pergola on your compound. That will add a new vibe to your house. Maybe you have a, an old house, the vibe is gone. Uh, you want to spark, give it a new spark. A pergola is one of the things I would advise you go for. It's, it's, it changes the whole environment in your house. Hanex Works is also giving back to society. With the collaboration of other, co the other companies, other subsidiaries, we, we are building a computer lab for one of the schools in uh, this community. We will unveil the computer lab um, to the public, to the school. In fact, the school where I, it all started for me. <laughs> That's the first one. The idea is that we are going to go into other, other schools in the community. But how can prospective clients reach Hanex Works? We have a very beautiful website, uh, hanexworks.com, hanexworks.com, H-A-N-E-X-W-E-K-X-S.com. And then um, we, have, we are all over social media on Facebook. We have over 16K followers on Facebook. And then uh, we, we can also reach us on the phone numbers that will be displayed on the screen. And then, look, we are at your service. You don't need to be in Ghana to contact us. Wherever you are in the world, we can, we can uh, have our meeting over Zoom. And then we, we begin your work for you. So those abroad who may know, who may be thinking of coming down before engaging with us, look, these days technology is far advanced. Let's use technology to, um, to still achieve what you want to achieve.
Managing Director for Hanex West Construction Firm, Francis Nesta Ope, has this advice for firms in the sector who have yet to take advantage of the EcoBank Join News Habitat Fair. My word to other companies who have never been part of the Join Habitat Fair is that, just like the good book said, you can't light a candle and put it under the bushel. You have to put it on the tabletop for everyone to see. So I see Join Habitat Fair um, as a tabletop. The tabletop. So if you have a business, look, I think that you should be thinking of uh, being a part of the Habitat Fair. If you are not able to do it, uh, be part this year. Look, they are, they, from next year, the, the Habitat Fair still continues, so you can make a, take a decision to be a part of, of it. Top-notch construction firms such as Hanex Works are in their own small way helping to reduce Ghana's housing deficit which is estimated to be in the region of 1.8 million, according to the Ghana Statistical Service. an accomplishment. When it comes to choosing our preference of living, we are faced with a dilemma. Will you go for affordability, comfort, or luxury? Well, we will help you choose your preferred home at a very affordable and convenient way at the 2023 edition of the Republic Bank Love FM Habitat Fair, slated for Friday, 6 October to Sunday, 8 October 2023 at the Kumasi City Mall, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. each day. This event is brought to you by your superstation, Love 99.5 FM, in partnership with Republic Bank. Powered by Airport City HDG Homes. 
and sponsored by DBS Industries Limited, Syntex Tank, the ultimate protection plus insurance product from Star Life Assurance, safety and home solutions, supported by Alfred Silver Iodide. You're right. your calendars, set reminders, and get ready for the academic showdown of the year. The 2023 National Science and Mass Quiz. It's time for the brightest young minds in Ghana to battle it out for academic supremacy. Expect mind-bending equations, heart-pounding moments, and nail-biting suspense as the best schools go head-to-head. Who will emerge the ultimate champions and claim the prestigious trophy? Catch the action on TV, radio, and online. Starting 6th to 24th October Back in 1947, the civil servants who started this club used to meet at what was then the British Council. They didn't have their own place, as the Europeans did then, and had their, only, their whites-only European club. And it was uh, only in 1947 that we got given. The governor gave us this uh, place. And, you know, it was uh, the first Speaker of Parliament, uh, Nia Maolein, who was the first president, That's when I came here. There was a lot of members as at that time. Dr. Joseph Rata was a member. Uh, Professor Dubuain was a member. The late Akosa, that is Professor Akosa's brother, was a member. Dr. Kwesi Osei, 
chief executive of the Mental Health Authority. Suicide is an unfortunate situation, but it's largely preventable. You would have heard of the signs and symptoms, features of suicidal behaviors. If you are going through any such thoughts, any such plan, any such tendency, please there is help available to you. You can call the nearest health facility. You can get help there. If you, they are not able to help you, they will refer you further. You can also call the toll-free line that is available on your screen. You call and you get help. Suicide, as we said, is unfortunate, largely preventable, and we don't need to live with it. And we don't need to actually go through suicide uh, as an exit. Please seek help. It's a cry for help, and there's always help for you. If you are going through suicidal plans and suicidal thoughts, thank you. Welcome to Tech TV. We are, we are outside, outside again. again. Hi, your food is here. AI is changing the world. This technology has been in the lab for 15 years. I solved the problem within one year. Won't be long before we are living in this virtual universe. Are you aware that e-games enables physical thinking? Well, I say conception that people hold that women are just not made for tech. And is this true or is it just a fallacy? Yeah, women are not made for tech. Wow, really? And you are in tech? <laughs> The race is on to decarbonize the transport system with electric and solar-powered vehicles. Tech is advancing so fast, it can be hard to keep up. Tech TV is proudly brought to you by Liqui Molly, your number one car products, and Yaylite, home of antique lights. Hello there. To provide timely information and to explain educational reforms and to discuss school models and interventions, the Ministry of Education, in partnership with the Teacher Education Journal, presents to you the first ever education TV talk show, The Edu Talk Show. The Edu Talk Show keeps you informed and updated on trends in the world of education. The Ghanaian teacher is so versatile. Provide him the opportunity, train him, and that teacher will perform wonders. Where are the women? They are doing very well academically, but they're not in the sciences and all of that. So technology is missing a lot more women that they could have had. You need to tell the parents, at the moment, what you're getting is, is covering only an aspect of your child's education. And therefore, it's very difficult for you to make any decision with the limited information you have. We still have more to do mm. when it comes to safe school. Mm. So join us as we speak to our guests on reforms taking place in Ghana's education sector. My name is Blessed Suga and I am your host. Much of what we do is about trust. So trust us to give you the news and analysis. The truth of the matter is that the MPP MPs themselves, they don't think that the E-Levy is a good thing. This new Wendy's Frosty flavor is way too exciting to keep under wraps. It's a brand new, first-of-its-kind flavor. Get this, pumpkin spice. I know, right? It's so good. It's rich, it's cozy. It's the perfect flavor for some fall frosty time. Watch, everyone will see it and jump on the bandwagon. 
Grab a never-before-seen pumpkin spice frosty or pumpkin spice frosty cream cold brew today when you choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Vanilla frosty is temporarily unavailable. Out of 28 citizens, she wasn't present in any of them. Her longest consecutive um, absence without permission, obviously, is 28 sitting. We are for the people, not the powerful. This is the polls on Join You. Well, I'm grateful that I'm mean, able to do this. Yes. And you're back home. Back home. Country. The first time in 20 years. In 20 years. I know. Two, over two decades. A very long time. You're probably going to ask me why it's been so long. Yeah. I don't actually have an answer. I thought the reason would be because I had no friends here. Okay. I had family. I had you. Yeah. So what happened? I just, I just don't know. Okay. Well, there's a lot you yes. need to talk about. For sure. You know, your life. I know. Back in the UK. Yeah. As a DJ. A little bit. And a broadcaster. <laughs> Guys, he's been doing this for the past 10 years. And trust me, he knows what he's about. Oh, thank you. And we're... Really glad to. Yenko, how is that for you, my tree? You, you. <laughs> how is that for my tree? Yenko. That is terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. Oh. But do you speak any tree though? I, I don't speak, but me tree. What's it? Me tree. Tree. They were in I hate I don't know. <laughs> He's so lost. And there goes my Ghana card. I, oh, so where is your Ghana card? I don't have one yet. I'm going to get one. Yeah, we need to get you a Ghana card. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Let me tell you, everybody, this is E-Vibes. This is another fantastic edition. We're here with Jeremiah Asiyama. I hope I got that right. Asiyama, Asiyama. Uh, he's a broadcaster with the BBC. He's also a DJ. We're about to have a very sensual, fantastic, everything in between conversation with the man jeremiah so you need to stick and stay with us we'll be right back if you just join us this is e-vibes where we get to celebrate uh gallant men and women out there making the motherland proud and of course jeremiah is no exception uh, he's been out there for over 20 years and he's been you know making the country proud and it's very exciting to have you here on the show and to celebrate you thank and, you and to you know get to know you more yeah. so uh, let's talk about how you even uh, made it uh, onto the bbc yeah well firstly thank you for having me Obviously, it's my first time back in the motherland in over, what? In time. 20 years, like you say. Yeah. Sun's out, and I'm with you. Um, so I appreciate that for a start. BBC. Fwah. So I started radio when I was 15. Okay. Um, and I was going through a bit of a naughty path, and uh, I came across a fellow Ghanaian at the time called Clara Ampho. Um, and she was saying on radio, oh, if you want to shout out, just message us. And I thought, that's a lie. If you yeah. message someone, they're going to take your money, and that's it. So I thought, you know what, I took my parents' phone, I messaged her, and she shouted me out. And at that time in my life, I didn't really have much friends around me who were genuine. And I felt like Clara was a friend that I never met, right. but I grew to love. Mm. And I loved the music that she would play, and I was like, you know what, the fact that someone can make me feel this good, and I've never met them before through music and the way they talk, that's what I want to do for other people. Um, and I never gave up, and here we are, you know, 10 years later, 
And here you are. Let me, yeah. let, me let me give you a quote. Something that you said that I saw somewhere online. Yeah. You said, when I found radio and I found the love for music and knowing that I could share that with people, I knew that was me or that is me. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't radio uh, from the very no. onset. It wasn't radio. It was no. something else. I'm sure it was... your parents wanted you to do something else. They wanted you to go to school, go to school, and go to school. Exactly. Before that, but, but what happened? You, you didn't... You didn't um, Go to school. You went no. to school. So I went to college, but I never went to university. University. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I just knew that I wanted to do like be a DJ. I just I don't know what it was. I just knew something within me was telling me that this is this is my path. Mm. And you know, growing up, it's always church. You go there, you hear I see that. You just you just you feel the music. I see that. Yeah. You're right. So all of those songs, the highlights, the lumbers, the probably a ponce, like everything, mm. just all of those different sounds growing up, I, I knew music was my passion. Right. Um, and when I found that I could actually DJ right. and, and play music for a living and make people feel the way I feel, I was like, sign me up. You, you, um, went, you went it straight, straight Yeah, and I've been blessed by God. I always give God the glory because mm. without God, I wouldn't be here. But I've been able to DJ in some incredible places, in some incredible venues, and also interview some like sensational stars I across. Am definitely come into that. Yeah. The recent one, I know that you were uh, you put you DJ'd recently, not too yeah. long ago at Wembley. Yeah. Uh, over ninety thousand people. people. And you were in front of these people. Yeah, it was doing what you love. It's crazy when you think tell, about that. Tell me about the experience. I genuinely yeah. thought it was. I felt like I was in heaven for a split second because when I looked in front of me, there was an eighty-piece marching band. This was the same marching band that performed at the King's coronation. So they were there, the royal family were there. I look up, I see the blue sky, I, I see the trumpets, the, the noise, the atmosphere. Uh, it, was, it was such a blessing. Right. Uh, and also my family were able to see me DJ. And it was the first time they'd ever seen me live. Wow. My grandma as well. So wow. for me, it was more than just 90,000 people. It was probably the most important moment of my entire life wow. because growing up you know what it's like like you say like they want you to go to school to school to school to school to school but when they see ah, drama like you're doing something you're doing something well you know and i'm doing something well with my surname you know with my full name jeremiah siama because a lot of the time people ask me if i was okay with the idea of shortening my name mm. like even when i first started out i had so many different names but then i was like what is my name? My name is me. Jeremiah. Right. Of so, course. yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a blessing. For uh, the many, you know, Ghanaians who don't know exactly who you are and yeah. what you've achieved over the years, uh, I can refresh uh, some of your memory as well. Yeah. I know that uh, you've played at the Baptist, one of the biggest uh, events when it comes to celebrating movies yeah. uh, in, in, in the UK yeah. and across the world yeah. because we have people coming from you know, America joining in. For sure. You played at, at, at that event. Yeah. And you have one of the biggest radio shows yeah. in the UK. Yeah. In the UK. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. And, and, and you've done all of these things. How, you know, uh, does that make you feel as a person coming from where you're coming from and practically just following your dreams? 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.